Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Jewish Reaction. My name is Eli Hagman. I'm the Associate Director of Yacha, the National Jewish Council for Disabilities, and we are here right on the Nachum Siegel Network every Tuesday morning, immediately following Nachum on JM and the AM. Of course, our show is sponsored by the OU, the Orthodox Union, um, who, of course, are doing tremendous work for the entire Jewish community uh, for the last uh, 100 years plus or so. Today, once again, I'm excited to be joined by Rebetzin Judy Steinig, the uh, Rebetzin at the Young Israel of Bayside, and the Associate Director of Community Services right here uh, at the OU. Rebetzin, welcome back to the Jewish Reaction. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much. You and I have been spending quite a lot of time <laughs> together recently. First, we did a show about this, about singles. Now we're doing a show about um, retirees, okay. active retirees. We did one on Rebetzin. We did one on Rebetzin, yes, that's right. Yes, yes, On the Rebetzin series. Yes. Right? Excellent. Um, so how are things going up there, upstairs in the community oh, engagement? Thank department? God. Very busy. We've got a lot going on. Lots of interesting and exciting activities. Great. For our shuls and communities throughout the country. So let's get right into it. The, the program that we're here to talk about is called the SPIRIT Initiative. SPIRIT is an acronym for Stimulating Program Initiative for Retirees that Inspire Thought. Um, where did the idea for this program and concept come from and why, why, are, you, why are we doing this? Okay, so in general, we have right now, we've always, thank God, had people getting getting past their professional careers to retirement. Uh, now, of course, we have, as the baby boomers are retiring, we have numerous people retiring at all times. And we want to make sure that people stay as stimulated as they as they were in their in their uh, professional careers. We don't want people just hanging around playing bingo, although bingo is that's wonderful Bingo's thing. Bingo's fun. Bingo is fun. <laughs> fun. But we want to make sure that they have the, the stimulation that they so actively uh, need. This will keep them sharp. This will keep them younger. This will be healthier for them. Um, so we're looking to do uh, various intellectual activities that will keep them sharp. So in your and, experience... And particularly this group... Who's, for both men and women, many of them had, have had very high-level professional jobs. Sometimes retirement is exciting and it's fun. I don't have to think about getting up at 5.30 in the morning to go to work. But after a few weeks or months of that, one needs to have a structure and one needs to have activities that are stimulating. So in your experience, is this type of program something that the retiree age bracket is looking for or something that you're hoping to teach them and explain to them that this is something that you should benefit from, use, and learn, and grow? Okay, very, very good question, and yes, we have the answer. This program started from the at, at the OU in uh, November in Teaneck. We did a four-session program there with rave reviews. We took, had evaluations at, at each session. Then we moved it to Florida. We did... Uh, a triple session in Boynton and a double session in Boca, and each each time it's been a slam dunk. People loved it. They want more. Um, you know, they're already thinking. Uh, uh, Boca's already uh, looking the the shul there to you know schedule us for next year. People were very very excited about the program, and each one each unit we've done is different than the one before. Uh, so Meaning you don't do the same program in Teaneck as you do in Florida. Or similar, similar but you, you cater it to different, who's different attending. When we, anywhere we do this, we cater to the community. So we have different uh, suggestions, and they, of course, will fine-tune what they want to see based on their constituency. And we're always looking to add more ideas, hear more speakers, you know, et cetera. So how often and 
where do you intend and plan to do these types of programs? Meaning, there are retirees really all over the country. It obviously is a larger concentration in, let's say, the New York metro area and in South Florida. Uh, but in theory, this is something that you could do to and, L.A., and, and, to and, Toronto, and absolute, to anywhere. Uh, yes, absolutely. We are definitely looking to do this in other areas. So, so you're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. I'm Ellie Hagler, and I'm here with Rebetz and Judy Steinig from the Young Israel Bayside and the Associate Director of Community Services uh, here at the OU. And we're speaking about the upcoming uh, SPIRIT initiative. SPIRIT is an acronym for Stimulating Program Initiative for Retirees that Inspire Thought. Um, so let's jump into the program and discuss a little bit each upcoming session. Uh, for those of you who want to know or who want to pass this along to your parents, your grandparents, your aunts or uncles, uh, the program, this program that we're talking about is coming up, is going to start this coming Monday, that's May 12th, and that's going to be at the Young Israel of Woodmere in Woodmere, uh, Long Island out in, uh, in, in New York. Uh, and the first session coming up this Monday is uh, scheduled to be Rabbi Herschel Billa talking about the diversity in the family and halachic dimensions, and Harriet Blank, an LCSW, speaking about from discord to harmony, navigating diverse family relationships. What are the the focuses of each presentation, and what is the goal to either to get the point across to the retiree or for them to start thinking about things for themselves? Okay, so f- to start first... Uh with Harriet Blank, who, by the way, is a social worker uh, who heads up the geriatric session from OHEL. Uh, Harriet and I have worked together on programs before, so I know that she will give a wonderful presentation. And, of course, Rabbi Billet doesn't need any introduction, no introduction whatsoever. Necessary. Everyone knows our, Rabbi Billet. So they'll be speaking, when we say diversity in the family, for example, suppose you have a family, and this can be so many of our families, where you have... Uh, parents who are retirees who are certainly Shomer Shabbos and keep kosher and, and sent all their children to day schools and, you know, have, have been wonderful role models for their family. But they could very easily have in this mix one child who has flipped out, so to speak, right. and has gone Haredi. They could have child number two who is completely off. And they could even have a third child off the derech. They could have a third child who may have even married out. How do those parents, who are still the heads of the, the matriarch and patriarch of this family, and, of course, the cousins and uh, nieces, nephews, how do they navigate this whole situation when it comes time for Yantif, when there's a family simcha, when one of them is having a, a birthday or they're having an anniversary? How do you get the family together? How do you handle the whole situation uh, so that everybody will, as we say, play together nicely. That's a, it's a really interesting it, topic because even now, I think you'd find that in the generation before the retirees, like my parents, who are still working, you know, are start and my the, my parents' friends in their you know late forties, fifties, and early sixties are starting to deal with this. Like for example, just in my family alone, there are four of us. We all went to Israel for the year, but we're all in different places. Let's say across the religious spectrum. Um, and that's something that everybody can deal with. And now I guess the, the grandparents as the patriarch of the family are dealing with that amongst their three or four or five children's families, not just in one sect of the family. So it becomes extremely complicated. There are healthy and good suggestions to how to deal with these things. And it's not even just, we're not even just talking about religious hashkafa, religious philosophy. It can be how one brings up the, up the children. You can have one child who is financially independent 
and another one who desperately needs your help, you may or may not want to help. You can have one child who you are so proud of, you walk into that house and everything is immaculate, and one where things are totally out of control. So how do the parents, there's all sorts of diverse situations in one's family, what are the best ways to deal with the situation? What are the, the things that one should do, one should not do? Uh, when is it time to step in and say something? And when is it time just to smile and say to yourself, I'm going home tomorrow? You know. Right. So these are, these are the issues that uh, Harriet Blank will be dealing with. And then Rabbi Billet will be dealing with the uh, Hashkafic parameters. Where, you know, while a social worker might give us a suggestion... Uh, and a thought, a rabbi who's dealing with the halacha may have a different thought to how things should be handled. So we're going to see how that how those diverse situations. I would think that this topic of, let's say, the diversity in the family and uh, different types of children who are now growing up and now having their own children and building their own families in different ways um, is, let's say, maybe more of an issue now than it might have been, let's say, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, when there's so much of the going to Israel for either one year or three years or not going at all and going to either a yeshiva or to a seminary or to um, just a, a non a, a college that doesn't have a Jewish atmosphere to it. At the same time, there's, there's so much more out there to persuade and affect and have a positive or negative effect on people just in terms of technology. Uh, there's just so much more... That can distract people from what they might want to or think that they should be focusing on. I would agree with you regarding the technology. I would not necessarily agree that it's so different from 30 or 40 years ago because you're talking more on my generation. Right. Uh, quite frankly, I think this has always been an issue. The big phrase when I was a teenager and you know college student, we used to always talk about the, the, the phrase generation gap came about then. So there's always been a generation gap. Um, I think that so in some ways technology makes it easier to keep in touch. However, there there certainly are the distractions and the issues that every family comes up with, with too much Internet use, too much emailing, um, all those sorts of things. So we need to know how to make all those things work. Uh, many retirees are very tech savvy. Some aren't. Right. Uh, some people can use Skype to, you know, deal with uh, a child um, in Israel. Others aren't comfortable. But it's interesting that now when I think about many, many years ago when I went to Eretz Israel, I remember calling home three times during the year. That was like a huge deal. The you whole year? Them. The whole year. <laughs> and the Asimonim were popping down and like it was three, three, three phone calls. I think it was three. It might have even been two. Now the kids call. It can be five times a day. Now the kids have so, iPhones and smartphones yeah, right, when right, they're right. in Israel. So they're, they're calling all the time. In some ways, the connections are much, much better. But we still. But on the other hand, we have things like entitlement. We have other things that can be much of a distraction to a healthy family dynamic. And these are the things, no matter what year we're in, and that we need social workers and mental health providers to let us know what are the he what are the healthier ways to deal. We have children involved in all sorts of unpleasant situations off the derech. I mean, there was there's always been issues with drugs, but it's only recently that it's really been such an issue within the Frum community. Right. 
uh, kids getting alienated from schools, all sorts of situations. And we need to know, again, what are the healthy ways that the retirees who may have more time to deal with these situations, but they might not know the positive ways. If they're going to say, well, when we were kids, it was blah, 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 blah. That's probably not going to cut it very right. well. Probably not the right way you to know, deal that's with That's not going to be the way to do it. Um, on the other hand, they may have some suggestions. They may have seen things uh, that that could be helpful, depending on how depending on how it's 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 phrased. It's very interesting. So this, of course, is part of the Spirit Initiative of the OU's Office of Community Engagement. And we're talking about this uh, session with Rabbi Billet and with Harriet Blank. Uh, is going to be this coming Monday, May 12th, at the Young Israel of Woodmere. Uh, for more information, you can go to oucommunity.org or you can call 212 613 8300. Again, that's 212-613-8300. And this is just the first of a series of four uh, programs as part of the SPIRIT initiative. Again, SPIRIT is an acronym for Stimulating Program, Initiative for Retirees that Inspire Thought, a program that's already been successfully run in both Teaneck and South Florida, now being brought uh, to the Five Towns community at the Young Israel of Woodmere. Uh, just a little more information about all of the, about the SPIRIT initiative overall. Uh, it's done by the Orthodox Union in collaboration with Stage, Ohel, and the Young Israel of Woodmere, uh, presenting this four-week spring series entitled, of course, The Spirit Initiative. And all the sessions are scheduled for Mondays. That's May 12th and 19th. Then take a one-week break for Memorial Day and come back on June 2nd and 9th. Um, both registration and lunch is going to begin at 12 o'clock, and the program is going to run from 12.30 to 2.30. Uh, there is a small nominal fee that will include for the services and for uh, lunch, please make sure to check it out at OUcommunity.org. Uh, of course, I'm being joined here on the Jewish Reaction, sponsored by the OU, the Orthodox Union, with Rebbitz and Judy Steinig, the Associate Director of Community Services here at the OU. Uh, Rebbitz, let's speak a little bit about the second program coming up uh, next week on Monday, May 19th, which is going to be uh, speaking about uh, the issue related to food, health, and weight. Uh, you'll have Bonnie Giller will be speaking about vibrant living through mindful eating to improve your weight, digestion, and health. And then Rabbi Eitan Feiner uh, from the White Shul, my shul that I grew up in, is speaking about food, glorious food, and the Torah's mandate for healthy eating. So basically, I think we can tell in everywhere we turn, eating, nutrition is an issue for everyone. Certainly as people grow older, uh, what they, some of the things that they may have eaten before are not going to be the, the best suggestions for them. They're being told to lose weight. There are, people are worried about the cholesterol, the sugar, you name it. All of these are issues. But there are many ways to go. It can be no, 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 no. Uh, I have seen situations, particularly when people retire, where the men who have been maybe out in the work world doing whatever they wanted are suddenly in situations a lot more with their wives. And I have seen women, you know, acting towards their husbands as though they're children. No, dear, you can't have that. And no, you can't have that. That's not going to probably be the best way to go. And I'm sure that's not the way that Bonnie Giller is going to promote healthy eating. She's going to have various suggestions about good, positive ways that one can enjoy their lives, enjoy a simcha, but yet still eat in a sensible way and to lose weight, and to do all the positive things that the doctors are telling us to do. And Rabbi Feiner, of course, will be giving us the Torah perspectives on this. So I think that this will be a very positive uh, idea that hopefully people will learn and take home and will institute, and then maybe teach their children. So this is probably something that's becoming or has become more of an 
issue over the last, let's say, decade or two or three as the life expectancy is just getting longer. You know, now the, the, they say now, I heard this last night, that people who are planning to retire in the next 20 years, the average woman is going to live until 93. As opposed to, you know, I think it was the 1850s when the life expectancy for women was 37. Um, you know, when somebody retires, you're still looking at 25 to 30 years of living before, you know, whatever is going to happen next. But it's just a longer period of time that people now have to deal with and understand it's 30 years of time that you can enhance or hurt your body and eat or do the wrong things that might get harder to come out of those things, to get out of those habits once you've already fallen in. That's the whole idea of this program. And, of course, when we talk about the life expectancy, that's the whole idea of the SPIRIT program, that when people retire, no longer is it just, you know, Okay, now you're retired and you've got a couple of years and then one right. would It's not expect, just, okay, you'll play golf, you'll play right, bridge. Right. You, or, we want to make sure that people, while they're playing golf and playing bridge, certainly golf is some nice exercise, right. we want to make sure that they're doing all sorts of other healthy intellectual ideas. And at this point, the second session, we'll be talking about what, you know, about your body and, you know, how to enjoy life, how to enjoy the food we're eating, but how to do it in a moderate way that will be positive, that um, that to, that what Body talks about, it, the phrase is called mindful eating. And she'll be teaching us all the positive ways that we can eat. She does not, her, her I know her philosophy is that she does not believe in diets, mm-hmm. but she believes that mindful eating is the way to go. And You uh, have to, no matter what, who you are, as you get older, you have to alter the way and what and how much of what types of foods you're eating. It's just the nature of the body begins to its descent, and you have to deal with that as you're getting older. But if we take a lot of her ideas to heart, then perhaps this descent will be a lot slower, and people will enjoy themselves a lot more as they're having healthier lives. Right. It's very so interesting. That's, you know, we have a lot to learn. Uh, you're listening to The Jewish Reaction, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, of course, we're talking about the SPIRIT initiative coming up. SPIRIT is an acronym for Stimulating Program Initiative for Retirees that Inspire Thought. Of course, it's a series, uh, four-week series, Mondays, May 12th and 19th, and then again, June 2nd and 9th, taking place this time around at the Young Israel of Woodmere. You can find out more information and register at OUcommunity.org or 212 212- Six one three eighty three hundred. Of course, I'm being joined in studio by Rebetzin Judy Stonig, the Associate Director of Community Services here at the OU, and the Rebetzin at the Young Israel uh, of Bayside. Just before we continue on speaking about the next two uh, upcoming sessions, which are, which are scheduled now for Mondays, June 2nd and 9th, let's listen to a few music selections, and then we'll come right on back to the program. Memory. 
And he spoke about the soldiers who would beat him. They laughed at him, they tore his long black coat. And he spoke about a synagogue that they burnt down. And the crying that was heard beneath the smoke. But Sadie made us laugh. Sadie made us sing. And Sadie made a kiddish Friday night. And Sadie, oh my Sadie, how I love him so. And Sadie used to teach me wrong from right. And many winters went by. And many summers came along And now my children sit in front of me And who will be the Zadie of my children? Who will be their Zadie if not me? Hashem once made an angel and gave him quite a chore. Go and search the whole wide world and bring back to my door the thing that is most valuable, the thing I cherish most. Yes, I'll let you back in heaven then, said the Lord of hosts. The angel flew the whole wide world Till a twinkle caught his eye It came from a golden box With diamonds piled high He flew the box to heaven And the gate man said to him Yes, it certainly is a treasure But Hashem won't let you in And this time to a war And he saw an act of bravery Like none he'd seen before A soldier jumped upon a bomb To save the lives of friends And with a first drop of the soldier's blood The angel flew again The keeper of the gate told him were it up to me, I'd let you in right now with that drop of blood I see. But the Lord of hosts has told me that I cannot let you in until the utmost precious cherished thing is brought back here to him. The angel flew the world again till he saw a sinner's face. It was covered by a tullus, which was hiding his disgrace. 
And from a deep felt sense of shame Something started to appear And the angel flew with all his might And he grabbed that precious tear The gates of heaven opened up And light filled up the sky The Holy One himself Took the teardrop and he cried My house is always open Says the mighty Lord of hosts And a teardrop of repentance Is the thing I cherish most Hashem once made an angel And gave him quite a chore Go and search the whole wide world And bring back to my door The thing that is most valuable The thing I cherish most Yes, I'll let you back in heaven then I'll let you back in heaven then Yes, I'll let you back in heaven then Said the Lord of hosts This is just a little Jewish song, so tap your Jewish foot with a kvetch of zoi and a bit of joy. You can have a happy look. This is just a little Jewish song. Clap your Jewish hands with a pachi pachi hand the luck. We're going to the Holy Land. In every ship and airplane, every passenger is a Jew. And all the food is kosher, and the whole world's watching you. It's a song whose time is coming, yes, it's coming in our time. We're gonna sing our way out of Gullis, on the way to Yerushalayim. This is just a little Jewish song for all the world to know. The Iron Curtain will come down, all the Jews will go. This is just a little Jewish song to sing along the way. We've been humming it for centuries, saving it for today. And every little bit of Jewa will prove this song is true. Cause the coming of Mashiach is waiting just for you. Yes, our national reunion is very close at hand. So Pachi Pachi Handelach, we're going to the Holy Land. This is just a little Jewish song. So tap your Jewish foot. With a clutch of zoe and a bit of joy, you can take on a happy look. This is just a little Jewish song, so clap your Jewish hands. With a pachi pachi and the luck, we're going to the Holy Land. With a pachi pachi and the luck, we're going to the Holy Land. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Again, my name is Eli Hagler, I'm the Associate Director of Yachad, and I'm being joined by Rebetzin Judy Steinig of the Young Israel of Bayside and the Associate Director of Community Services right here at the OU. And we're speaking about, of course, the Spirit Initiative, a program being put on by the OU together with Stage Ohel and the Young Israel of Woodmere 
uh, taking place at the Young Israel Woodmere uh, this coming Monday for a series of uh, four uh, presentations. Monday, May 12 and 19, and then again June 2nd and 9th. Uh, Revitin, we spoke about the first two programs on Monday, May 12th with Rabbi Billet and Harriet Blank speaking about family dynamics and also the session on Monday, May 19th with Bonnie Giller and Rabbi Eitan Feiner speaking about the importance of health and nutrition and food um, as you're getting older. Uh, let's jump to the second half of the program. For Monday, May 2nd, uh, you have uh, your speakers are going to be Neil Goldberg, I'm sorry, June 2nd. <laughs> Your speakers are going to be uh, Neil Goldberg, who's going to speak about laugh and live live long, and Rabbi Kenneth Hain, who's going to speak about humor and the Hashkafic perspective. Let's speak a little bit about that aspect of the program. So in dealing, I've, I've done other programming before with Dr. Goldberg, and I, he is, uh, the, he is a, a psychologist who is the head of the Leiblitzon uh, and Elder Hart Medical Clowns. And the philosophy of uh, Dr. Goldberg is that when people integrate what he calls a humor diet within their lives, that they're going to have a much healthier life, they're going to stay sharper. Uh, I know that when they talk about humor and, for example, dementia and Alzheimer's, something that he deals with with his uh, elder heart clowns, that they say that humor is one of the last senses to leave. So if you can uh, interact with uh, a declining senior, and remind them of jokes from their past and all sorts of humorous things, they're going to stay sharper. So obviously if people are already still in a sharp mode and they can take life a little bit easier and relax and just smile and enjoy themselves and put humor into it, that's always going to be healthier. That's one of the things they say when people are sick and, God forbid, have a terrible disease. Some I, I heard somewhere that they say, that if you can start laughing more and you, you have a much longer life expectancy. So that will be the idea of what he's going to be teaching us from the, from the scientific perspective. And, of course, Rabbi Hain will be talking about humor from a Hashkafic perspective. Where, how, do we, how does the Torah perceive humor? So it's so going back to, to Dr. Goldberg, to Neil Goldberg, that's the late, late son is similar to like a, a Patch Adams Exactly. That's that's the concept of it. Yes, Patch Adams, 100%. of course, for those of you who aren't familiar, 100%. it was a movie, but it's a true story about a doctor, Adams, who treated cancer patients with clowning, laughter, and enjoyment, and that was their medication. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly the idea of this. So they are they are teaching medical clowning. It's not. It's a very serious. Uh, work. I'm sure. You know, they l- have to learn exactly what things can work, how, how you can visit a patient. You can't just go in. And in fact, the medical clowns, I've seen them do presentations of what is the proper way to do bicarcolum to visit the sick and what's the improper way. And this is all part of what he does, uh, you know, in his profession. And the idea, though, of integrating this humor, going in and having a patient forget about how they're feeling for a little bit is all very, very important. So the idea also that when people are laughing and finding jokes, it keeps them sharper. That's great. And, of course, Rabbi Hain has a great sense of humor. Great sense I, of humor, I think of course. they're going to be a wonderful shit up. So I think that they should. <laughs> that should be really enjoyable. Of course, we're speaking about the OU's upcoming program called the Spirit Initiative. Together with Stage OHEL and the Young Israel Woodmere, Spirit is an acronym for Stimulating Program Initiative for Retirees. That inspire thought, an upcoming four-week spring session at the Young Israel of Woodmere for 
uh, recent or ongoing retirees. Um, it's open to men and women, of course, and you can find out more information at OUcommunity.org or you can call 212-613-8300. Again, that's 212-613-8300. Uh, in the last session, which is scheduled for Monday, June 9th, uh, you have, again, two speakers. One is going to be Harriet Cabelli, who is uh, a social worker who will speak about retire and reinvent, learn, grow, and explore new interests. And, of course, the famed author, speaker, presenter, and everything and anything else, uh, Rabbi Hanoch Teller, who's going to speak on the, the Torah's perspective on retirement. So we're very excited that this is the way we're going to be ending this session. Uh, Harriet Cabelli, who is a social worker, an LCSW, and also a life coach, uh, is going to be sharing some thoughts on the idea that somebody's retired, that's they've ended one stage of life, but that's not they haven't ended their life. Now they're ready to, to, to reinvent themselves. Right, they're beginning to, the next stage. Be, be, beginning the next stage. Find something new that you can do. What what passion did you have that you didn't have a chance to, to get into then? You are you have the ability to reinvent and go for it. And that's that's how she's going to be approaching her topic. That this is a new stage. It's not the end stage. It's another stage. Is it something uh, involving your family? Do you want to start a new profession? Do you want to pick up a new hobby or a a new hobby? All of these things are open to you, and the possibilities are endless. And you have to find find you find find yourself. I would think it's probably very tough psychologically to wrap your head around as let's say a recent retiree. You you know you went to school. And you started working, but you've been working for, let's say, 50 years to now kind of just, okay, let's put that aside and pick up something new. It's probably very hard to start initially, but once you buy in, quote unquote. That is why she will have different ideas. She herself retired, I believe she was in the public schools, and reinvented herself. So she certainly knows. So she's she's done it. She's done it. She's done it, and she'll be able to share with people that they shouldn't be scared. They should just kind of jump in. And, you know, think of the things that they've wanted to do and couldn't. This is the time to do it. The worst thing would be if somebody sat sat down, sat back and just said, okay, I put in my years. Now it's my time to sit by the pool or play Mahjong all day. There's time for sitting by the pool, and you certainly have But you can't that, do it all day for 30 you, years. Right. This is the time that that you can volunteer for organizations. It's a very, very big issue. Speaking as the Associate Director of Community Services, we deal with our shuls throughout the country. And because we have so many women that are working, our shuls now are not where they were 40 and 50 years ago, where you had re- where you had volunteers to do to serve in the sisterhood and to serve in all different programs. There, no one has time now. Well, when a person retires, there's your time. Now they have time. Maybe they want to tutor in one of the schools. Uh, the stage organization that we partner with would love to hear about you if you have the up if you have the opportunity and the abilities to volunteer. We need volunteers. And this would be, and if people are retired and perhaps they have a pension or hopefully they have retirement, uh, you know, financial, you know, uh, help coming in and they don't have to, you know, have another part-time job. If they can volunteer, there are numerous organizations that would love to have that help. And what a, what a wonderful way to, 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 you know, to be able to serve the community.
Absolutely. Wow. Uh, Rabbitson, so we're speaking, about, of course, about the Spirit Initiative, stimulating program initiative for retirees that inspire thought. Of course, a four-part series coming up this coming Monday for a series of four of the next five Mondays with Memorial Day, um, having a short break at the Young Israel of Woodmere. Uh, where do you go next from here? Let's say as a retiree comes to the session and they get excited about some of the concepts, where do they as individuals go next? Well, they can, as I said, they can uh, contact Stage, who would love to set them that up. That can help them along yes, with some right, of the ones with some right. of these new initiatives mm-hmm. that they might want to take for themselves. And basically some of the things that they've learned, they can now incorporate that into their lives, and hopefully that's what they will be doing. And we're also encouraging all of our shuls to work on various initiatives for retirees. Many shuls have a, a kolel in the morning for men. I know my husband actually mm-hmm. has been uh, a Magad Shear at the Young Israel of Kugarans Hills now for many, many years in the summer when he's off from school. And that's part of their quote-unquote retiree program, right, which is exactly. offering cheer right. and programming right. for people who are retired. And many, many, obviously in Florida, of course, you have this all the time. We have certain you know, retirees communities. But many of our shuls who have a diversity of population, it would be very, very smart for them to do something during the day for these retirees, because not usually don't have people that can, you know, come to something, you know, on a weekday. But a retiree can and and loves the loves the stimulation. Absolutely, it's incredible. Like we were saying before, the retiree age gap is such a bigger pool than it was 20, 40, 60 years ago, and just the life expectancy has gotten so big. So I'm not sure the right way. It's not old, but it's a the, very the, wide gap. It's a very wide gap. And now as the baby boomers are beginning to retire, we have a very educated and a very talented pool of, uh, that we can deal with. It's you know, we're not We're not talking with people, uh, you know, from 40 and 50 years ago who might not have had the ability for the education. Now we have people who are extremely educated and are coming from very high power positions and they they need to be focused in other directions. And we, as the Jewish community, need that talent. Right. Absolutely. Um, as Robinson Judy Steining, the Associate Director of Community Services at the OU, is here joining me uh, as we talk about the Spirit Initiative coming up at the Young Israel of Woodmere. Uh, to find out more information or to register, please go to OUcommunity.org or call 212-613-8300. Again, that's OUcommunity.org or 212-613-8300. Robinson, just to give a a little preview, you're going to be joining me again next week uh, to speak about a completely different topic. Maybe give a little preview just about what we're going to be speaking about next week. Okay, so one of the other groups that we service are our single community. Uh, And while we spoke about uh, singles a few weeks ago, we have uh, on Wednesday evening... May 14th at the Young Israel, the Upper West Side, that's Rabbi Cohen's shul, will be doing a program for singles aged 26 to 38 called Great Expectations. And uh, we'll be having an interactive discussion on people, on individuals, both men and women's expectations for uh, in the dating process. What are they looking for? Is that is it realistic? Is it not realistic? Um, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of uh, men versus women's ideas. Sure. And um, hopefully people will learn something that will help them in their dating process. So that will be 
uh, Wednesday evening, May 14th at the Young Israel of the West Side on, I believe it's 91st Street. And that will include also a light dinner. And they can also register for this at OUcommunity.org slash singles um, or call um, 212-613-8188. We'll be happy to answer any questions. And we encourage you to register early because singles events do close out. And we don't want you, anyone listening, to be that person that gets closed out. Perfect. So we're going to speak about that next week right here. Right. Tuesday morning on the Jewish Reaction. Uh, my name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad. And I was joined today by Rebetzin Judy Stani, the Associate Director of Community Services right here at the OU and the Rebetzin at the Young Israel of Bayside. Rebetzin, thanks so much for joining me again. And I look pleasure. forward to speaking with you again next week. Okay, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for listening to the Jewish Reaction. My name is Eli Hagler. We will see you right here, NachumSiegel.com, once again next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bar Mitzvah on Earth. It's the greatest Bar Mitzvah in history. There's ten marching bands at the door. And wait, yes, wait, there's more. There are 2,000 chopped liver swans with sparklers burning oh so pretty. So sell all your stocks and your bonds for the greatest bar mitzvah in history. And the rabbi, yes, the rabbi saying, Oi, pay his fear. I think that things are getting slightly out of hand here. Slightly out of hand here. Slightly out of hand here. Slightly out of hand. Look, here comes the Goodyear blimp being followed by jets and a copter. They're bringing the VIPs and a squadron of Marines. It's the greatest bar mitzvah on earth. Yes, nothing's too good for my Sydney. Besides, I can show you what I'm worth. It's the greatest bar mitzvah in history. And the rabbi, yes, the rabbi saying, I pay his fear. It's the greatest bar mitzvah in history. There's two million guests, maybe more, and all the yarmulkes you could ever want at the door. And here comes Air Force One. So there's only one other guest that's missing. Yes, he's looking down from above upon the greatest bar mitzvah in history. What? Rabbi Yitzchak Levi Pfeiffer has a son After all these years, Hashem gave him one And the scholars of Vilna never saw such joy as on the day that the rabbi made a bris for his boy. 
Rabbi Yitzchak Levi Pfeiffer was so proud. My son will be a Torah scholar, he would shout out loud. On the first day he sent his boy to school, he was wrapped up in a tullus and held just like a jewel. And the rabbi prayed and said unto Hashem, My son will teach your Torah to all men. The Rebetzin from time to time would say, May God protect and lead our son safely on his way. In the next few years a problem came to light. The son could not learn olive bays quite right. And the rabbi who dreamed his boy was first cried softly when his son would read a verse. And the boy grew up with shame and moved away. He took up selling rags for humble pay. He felt the tears behind his father's eyes And the pain and embarrassment Because he was unwise The rabbi cried and wept unto Hashem My son's amongst the lowest of all men But the Rebetzin would comfort him and say May God protect and lead our son safely on his way. The son from rags to riches slowly grew until he was the richest of all Jews. He traveled everywhere from town to town. And quietly gave charity when no one was around. And when the rabbi heard the stories of his boy, his heart filled up with happiness and joy. He told him, you have taught me much, my son. We are given each our special way to serve the Holy One. In the rabbi's final moment of his life, he thanked God for his son and loving wife. And in her memory I sing to you today, May God protect and lead us all safely on his way. Yeah, 
Tuesday, and the kids learn olive base. And you know that I got Shabbos on my mind. Yes, I walk against the many as they're groping in the night. And I've tried to share the Torah in a rhyme. And the boys are now bar mitzvah And Wednesday night is here And you know that I got Shabbos on my mind And Thursday sees a chuppah And the weather is getting cold And the Torah scroll is turning And we are growing old 
and the jokers and the scoffers, they're running out of time. And you know that I got Shabbos. Yeah, you know I got Shabbos on my mind. It's a Friday morning sunrise. No time to mess around. I'm the old man who dovin' right on time. And your prayers get more sincere as old friends pass away. And you know that I got Shabbos on my mind. And there is no deception, cause he knows just who you are. A hunger to be holy while feeling very far. And the jokers and the scoffers, they're running out of time. And you know that I got Shabbos. Yeah, you know I got Shabbos on my mind. It's a Friday evening sunset, no time to mess around. I'm the old man who dubbing right on time. And your prayers get more sincere when old friends pass away. And you know that I got Shabbos. Yeah, you know I got Shabbos. You know I got Shabbos. On my mind It's a glut kosher Passover tour And it's bound to upset you for sure Your cabin is small If you get one at all And your luggage is somewhere in Europe It's a glut kosher Passover tour. It's a kapora you'll have to endure. They give you some locks for two thousand bucks, and your talis is still there in Europe. A seder in the Bahamas. It seemed like a lovely thing. You get year old matzah until you will plaza. And all、oh, the new songs you will sing, Deo, die die anu, misa Deo, die die anu, daylight come and me wanna go home. It's a glut kosher Passover tour. You'll gain twenty pounds, that's for sure. Your delicate tummy will feel kinda crummy with something that hasn't a cure. So sell all your chametz and roam. Who wants to clean up a home? So pack your hagada, your father and mother, and maybe next year you can go to Disneyland or Rome. Cairo would be nice.
for her pretty sweet 16, chewing on her bubble gum, reading magazines, talking on a princess phone about designer jeans. She's never known a Shabbos or the Shabbos queen. Save the Jew, save the Jew, save the little spark of Yid inside of you. You know it comes to life if you allow it to. Save the Jew, save the Jew. Running after dollar bills each and every day. He's desperate to succeed in life, desperate to play. He's your next door Jewish neighbor in the good old USA. And he don't even know how we ended up this way. Save the Jew, save the Jew, save the little spark of Yid inside of you. You know it comes to life if you allow it to. Save the Jew, save the Jew. Looking in the mirror, I tell you what I see. Lots of lame excuses for Torah poverty. Lots of lame excuses for things not ever done. What are we going to say to the Holy One? Save the Jew, save the Jew. Save the little spark of Yid inside of you. You know it comes to life if you allow it to. Save the Jew, save the Jew. Save the Jew. Save the Jew, save the little spark of Yid inside of you. You know it comes to life if you allow it to. Save the Jew, save the Jew, save the Jew, save the Jew, save the little spark of Yid inside of you. You know it comes to life if you allow it to. Save the Jew, save the Jew, save the Jew, save the Jew, save the little spark of Yid inside of you. You know it comes to life if you allow it to. Save the Jew, save the Jew.